Welcome to Life Over Coffee. I am Rick Thomas. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. This is episode 117. I have show notes for you, and you can find the show notes under that episode. I want to give you what may be the world's worst sales pitch. This is a lousy sales pitch. I want to turn you away. The title of the podcast is Four Reasons You Should Not Take Our Mastermind Training. We have a self-paced mastermind training course where we develop leaders, leadership development, train them. Some of you may think of it as biblical counseling. I don't like that. I like the idea of discipleship better. What we are doing is training people up in how to disciple other people in discipleship practices. Biblical counseling is what we call it in our culture. We have a program that is three parts, theology, sanctification, and application. And we have quite a few folks who are regularly expressing interest in our mastermind training. We have a page. It's linked here in the show notes that you can go to on our website. In fact, it is a requirement. I have several podcasts, and I'm going to add this podcast to that page. But we have several podcasts there and a whole lot of written material on the page, a Q&A section as well, some of the more common asked questions about our mastermind training. So when someone calls and or emails and says, I'm interested in your mastermind training, tell me more. My first question is, have you read and listened to everything on that page? I want to make sure that our potential students are walking into this program with their eyes wide open. 90% of the individuals who come into our program do not finish. I want you to think about that for a moment. As hard as, we, as hard as I try to turn folks away, I make podcast after podcast. I have written material, and I try to help folks to think deeply and comprehensively about what they are getting themselves into, but they still enroll and they quit the training. They don't make it through. One of the primary reasons that people want to do our training is because they love our resources, the stuff that we produce on a week-in and week-out basis. We get email after email or post on some social media platform about what God is doing in their lives and how the work resonates with them, and they want more of it. And I realize part of the problem is that We only have two gears. We have our articles and webinars and things that you can freely partake on our website, and then we have the mastermind training. So basically, you can go 10 miles an hour or 110 miles an hour, and those are the two options. I wish we had more staff and more time to develop a a middle ground where folks can come and, and take smaller courses and and learn and grow through that, but we don't have the staffing, we don't have the resources, we don't have the finances to do that. And so we have to do what only we can do. I can only wear so many hats, and uh, my my head is full of hats, and 
And so we have two gears. You can go 10 miles an hour by partaking our resources and benefit from them, or you can go 110. But before an individual decides to go 110, I I really want to talk them out of it. So I'm doing another podcast here, episode 117, Life Over Coffee, Four Reasons You Should Not Take Our Mastermind Training Because 90% 90 of the Individuals Who Enroll in Our Training Quit. And the primary reason is that these people do not understand the purpose of our program. Let me say it this way. Think of it like enrolling into a two to three night a week school, night school. You are enrolling in night school and you are working on an associate's degree. Think about it like that. That's what we are talking about. You're not getting a degree, but the training is equivalent to that. Yes, you can become certified. You could become a certified biblical counselor with our mastermind program, but that's not necessary. You can just go through our self-paced study. Paul talked about in 2 Timothy 2.2, he said, What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men, I would say faithful men and faithful women who are able to teach others also. That is the heart, heartbeat of our mission. It's the heartbeat of our mastermind program. It is a leadership development course. It is a course that trains you, assuming that you have the gifting, the pre-existing gifting, to go out and train other people that you can replicate yourself in another individual. And so our mastermind program is, is designed to follow 2 Timothy 2.2, what you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses that you can entrust to faithful individuals who will be able to go out and teach others also. Our mission is to develop leaders who can go out and train future leaders. That aim, as I said, is the heartbeat of our ministry. The term leadership development, which is what our course is, does not mean that we're making leaders uh, out of ex nihilo, out of nothing meaning they don't have any pre-existing leadership gifting. Leadership development implies that the people that we are equipping in this program have pre a pre-existing skill set or gift mix. They are leaders as far as their future potential is concerned. They may not have perfected their leadership, but they have the presence of leadership. Leadership developing is developing future leaders who have a pre-existing leadership skill set or gifting. Now, this kind of leader assumed here is a person. Here are some examples of what this leader may be able to do. The leader can lead a small group. This developed leader can lead a ladies' ministry, a ladies' group, a men's group be a pastor, an elder, a ministry leader, a formalized biblical counselor, things like that. I'm talking about the leadership positions in a local church or the leadership positions in a parachurch ministry. Do you believe that you can do these things or things like this 
where you have a group of people that are under you and you are leading them into a deeper maturity in Jesus Christ. I've just given you a few contexts of what that could be. Also, not just do you believe this, but have other people within the church have they affirmed you that you have a distinct leadership gift, no matter how undeveloped or underdeveloped it may be? We have a lot of individuals who, who think our program will help them grow in Christ. It, it will, but this is not a sanctification program like a Bible study or other curricula that you may have used before. This is a dynamic training program that turns you inside and out, and it's not like a a Bible study, a men's program, a ladies' Bible training course that you take. It's not like your personal devotions. Perhaps, and I know some uh, students have come into our program because they see it as a way to receive counseling help because they've had a hard life or difficult, unfortunate things have happened to them and they see this as an avenue to work through those things. Perhaps they are in a difficult marriage and and they just want some sanctification help or a mentor to help them keep their heads above water. Now, it would be fantastic if we could provide that, but this course It's more demanding than that, and if you come into the training with those kinds of insecurities that you have not, that you haven't already have worked through or you really have a handle on these things, you're going to have a hard time if you have not proven yourself to have a leadership skill set, and you will have proven that by how you have already been discipling yourself. Because when you jump into the deep end of, of this program and you, you don't already have sanctification momentum and leadership momentum, no matter how embryonic it may be, you'll probably drown. You won't finish. The leaders that I am developing can do a course like this because they have the gift to mix. They have the skill set to do the training. Part of the gifting is how they lead themselves. How are you currently leading yourself? Maybe you need a Bible study or a devotional or a series or a series of series that you go through to get up to this point. It's why I framed it like an associate's degree. You, have, you must have already gone through middle school and high school in Christianity before you come to our course, our program is not just a bunch of assignments for people to do. It is a bunch of assignments that deal with theology, psychology in the way that I define psychology, which is biblically, by the way, psyche logos, the word concerning the soul. We teach you how to bring the Bible, the logos, to the soul in an adequate way, a biblical way. And so the word psychology means the study of the word, the study of God's word. The greatest psychologist who ever lived was Jesus Christ. He was expert at bringing the word of God, the logos, to bear on the souls of people. 
And so our program is a bunch of assignments that teach you theology, psychology, and then the application of those two disciplines in an individual's life, particularly your own. But it's more than a bunch of assignments. I go to great lengths putting up hurdles, trying to talk potential students out of doing our program because it's not just another study program. And I I do appeal to you to go to our promo page. It's linked here in episode 117 and read everything, listen to everything on it, make sure that you know, that you fully understand. And then after you do that, let's talk. While the coursework is part of what we do, it's also the process, the process of plodding along through the course that is just as important as the coursework that you do. Any leadership job is that way. It's the ability to do the job whatever the job may be, in part that affirms your gifting. Can you administrate? Can you lead yourself? It's not just having the technical knowledge of doing something, but can you, well, let me give you the title of the podcast, Four Reasons You Should Not Take Our Mastermind Training. Here are four, these are four stumbling blocks. These have been the most common for those that have not finished our course. The first one is fear. Even underdeveloped leaders must know how to take fearful thoughts captive. While employing courage to press on to the next thing. If you are fear-centered, fear-motivated, or tempted to fear, and you don't know how to work through your fear, you will struggle with this course because you will be confronted with fear the very first day that you start the program, and you will be confronted with fear throughout the program. Leaders know how to work through their fears. It doesn't mean that your fear will be fully eradicated. That won't happen for any of us, not in this life. But you must have a handle, a reasonable handle on your fears and be able to to bring those thoughts into the obedience of Christ or you will struggle. The second one is procrastination. Putting off doing hard things or things you don't like to do will significantly hinder your ability to lead anyone let alone yourself, life is full of hard things, many of those things we do not enjoy doing. And if you procrastinate hard things, you will not not be a good leader and you will not finish this course. Procrastination will never work because there is a schedule that you have to set up and you have to work through this program And if your habit is to put things off or allow other things to to take over, everybody has 168 hours in a week. We need to get beyond saying that we are just too busy 
Everybody is too busy. It's not about busyness. It's about priorities. And so if you want to do this program, you have to decide before you start that this is going to be my priority or the one of the first things that's going to kick in is procrastination when you are confronted with things that you are not comfortable with doing, like how to apply theology practically in real-life case studies that you have to do in this program. A third reason that you should not take this program is perfectionism. Leadership requires doing things you've never done before, even if those things that you do are bad ideas. Every leader who has led for any amount of time will tell you that the majority of things that he or she has tried have, have failed. That's what leadership is about. We don't know, and so we move forward and we try this and it doesn't work, but we're not trying to be perfect with what we are doing. Without imagining, without exploring, without doing, you will go nowhere. And so tied to procrastination is perfectionism. By the way, fear is tied to these three, these two things as well. Fear, procrastination, and perfectionism can be rolled up in, in one ball. But if you struggle with perfectionism, you'll have a hard time doing this course. And the fourth reason you should not do our mastermind training is the lack of ability regarding time management. The saying is, if you want to get something done, give it to a leader who does not have the time to do it. Why do you do that? A person who has the time or, or the person who may can squeeze it in or is willy-nilly about how they do things, I, I don't want to give them something to do. I want to give a leader a project because a leader will figure out how to get it done. They know how to manage their lives they know how to manage the tasks that are before them. If you want to get something done, find the busiest person and give it to them because they have learned something. Now, I mean busy in a structured and systematic way, not a frenetic person who's just running in 16 different directions at the same time and not getting anything done. That's not time management. That's helter-skelter. And so here's four reasons that you should not take our mastermind training if you have not, if you're not in the process of conquering these four sin patterns, fear, procrastination, perfectionism, and a lack of time management. But still yet, people will come into our program and they will meet the fire hose and our training will quickly identify if you struggle with these things, and if you are not able to capture these things and submit them to the obedience of Christ, you're going to have a hard time. You will not be on schedule with doing your assignments. You will be hit or miss. You'll do a little here, a little there. Weeks or months will go by before you do any pro before you do any work and you will lose the effect of the training because the training is accumulative and you can't do something once a month or once every 3 weeks in this program and benefit from it it just won't work 
Leaders have not perfected any of these four problems. And I said that earlier, but I want you to hear it. Leaders struggle with fear. They're tempted to procrastinate. They may be tempted to perfectionism, and and they have to figure out how to manage their day. They have to say, you know, it'd be, they have to say no to a lot of things. Is what I was going to say. It would be interesting to go through the four gospels and listen how many times Jesus said no to somebody, say no, turning things down because you have other priorities that are in front of you are essential. And so they haven't, these leaders have not perfected these four problems in their lives, but they know how to work through them. They persevere. Counselees, on the other hand, become stuck and they cannot move forward. Again, this course is is about leadership development, which implies pre-existing leadership gifting, regardless of how small that gifting may be. Now, with that said, By design, with intention, this program is self-paced. Our program is self-paced because most of the folks who do our training, in fact, I think every person who has ever signed up, they are already doing life. The majority of the people who sign up for our program are over 35 years old. Most of them are over 40 years old. They're in the middle of life. It's one of the beauties of our program is the reason we made it online and self-paced, online so you don't have to travel because you're doing life and, and you really don't want to go somewhere. It's also inexpensive in that sense. You're not going to conferences and you're not signing up for this and that. And so it's inexpensive. You don't have to travel. It's self-paced so you can weave it into your life. Because for those of us who are over 40, we know that life is hard and we are looking for answers. And I wanted to design a program for individuals who are at that place in their life where they, they, they need some help, but they can't up, uproot and, and go take a training course. They got to keep moving. And so it's self-paced. But here's the thing, you have to have a leadership gift to do a self-paced course or you won't do the course. You will know how to do this program or you will learn how to do this program. You'll know how to weave it into your life stream until it becomes part of your routine. I had a, a graduate who Uh, fumbled around with the program for a long time, hit or miss, inconsistent, a little here, a little there, and then she repented. She changed, and she began to weave the program into her life stream, her stream of life, so to speak. She got herself a routine. She found a groove, and And she began to knock out the program and became one of our graduates. She finished in three and a half years. She could have finished earlier, but it took her a while, a couple of years to get her bearings. But it's also possible to finish our course in in 18 months. Now, that time frame is exceptional, but one of our students did finish in that time frame. Others have completed it at the three-year mark or the illustration that I was just giving you a little more than three years. Self-paced is perfect for leaders, and that's the point. 
is perfect for leaders. And it's one of the assessments that I make on our students. I'm not just assessing students for how well they do a theology exam or, or a theology assignment or a sanctification assignment or how well they do a case study. Oh, that's part of their assessment for sure. But how well they manage the program is a key indicator of the kind of person that I am developing. And self-pace is perfect because leaders know how to manage their lives. They know how to manage their time. They don't procrastinate. They're comfortable with imperfection, and they have courage, and they move forward, balancing all those things. And that's the kind of leader that you want to follow. You don't want to follow a fearful person or a person that can't overcome their fears. You don't want to follow a procrastinator. It will be so frustrating. You can't follow a perfectionist. And you don't want to follow somebody that doesn't know how to manage their time. You will become just as frenetic and chaotic as they are. Now, I'm not trying to be unkind here. I'm trying to be honest because this is not a money grab I don't want your money for a course that you are not qualified to complete. If you're ready to go to night school, you want to work on an associates that will rock your world, and you believe you have the skill set and the mindset to do this, well, let's talk. Let's explore the possibility. I had rather scare you off than for you to get in the program and be disappointed, to be angry at me or frustrated at me, frustrated at yourself, because it's, it's not what you thought. I want you to know. I want you to walk in, walk in with your eyes wide open. But I really don't want to spend time developing you if you're not going to do the work because we're developing leaders, and if you're not going to do it, I need to be spending my time with people who want to do it. And so let me finish this podcast by asking you four questions. Do you believe God is calling you to a leadership position in your local church where you're going to lead a group of people into a more significant maturity in Christ? If the answer is yes, let's move on to the next thing. Now, let me restate that question in another way because it may apply differently. Do you believe God is calling you to a leadership position in a parachurch ministry where you're going to lead a group of people into a more significant maturity in Christ? Now, both of those questions are basically the same thing, but do you believe that God is calling you into a leadership position to where you're going to lead others to help them mature in Christ? All right, my next question is about your internal calling. Do you believe you have the skill set to accomplish either one of the things that I just mentioned to you? That's your internal calling. Do you believe you have the skill set? And then my last question is about your external calling. Have several other folks, without talking to each other, mentioned to you about the positive spiritual impact you're having on other people? 
have other people come to you without talking to each other, and they they have affirmed your skill set, your ability to lead other people, even though you may need more training. That's your external calling. Internally, you must believe that God is is leading you into this program. Externally, other people must be affirming that about you. Now, if you believe you are, and again, I I'm trying not to be unkind, but I I want to be clear because I don't want you to be frustrated. And I want you to come into this. This is it's not just another curriculum that you can get online and that you can do. This is a a structured course that you move through so that you can grow in your ability to bring soul care to the body of Christ. I'm old now. I see the finish line. I feel my mortality, and and it's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about training, equipping other people, but I want to make sure that it's the right person. And so after you listen to this podcast, the other podcast also on our Mastermind page, which is linked here in episode 117, if you can't find it, And then after you read everything on that page, and if you believe you want to learn how to disciple other people through our Mastermind Training course, then please, by all means, let's talk. I would love to have you. It would be fantastic to be part of your ongoing equipping. The title of this podcast, Four Reasons You Should Not Take Our Mastermind Training. A lousy sales pitch it is. You have been listening to Life Over Coffee with Rick Thomas. If you have a question for Rick, you can let him know by sending him a note through his website, rickthomas.net. That's rickthomas.net. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your coffee.